One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just before all the teams start to drop over the next day or two or three days, I'm just going to go through all of the trials that are coming up this weekend in week three. It will be the last set of trials uh, before the NRL season kicks off. So a couple of big games here, including the Charity Shield coming here from Mudgee, which will be very, very exciting. Uh, As I said, the team list will come out over the next few days, but I just thought I'd give you a quick preview of each team and how I probably think they'll line up. It'll be interesting to see how many teams go full strength here. I think a couple of teams definitely need to. Others, uh, they can probably get away with not going full strength. Probably don't need it as much as others. But for each team, I'll just talk about a couple of guys that I still think positions are up for grabs uh, and guys that will be interesting to watch. So the first game, Friday 6pm, coming to you from the Central Coast. We've got the Manly Seagulls taking on the Canberra Raiders. For me, I wouldn't be surprised if Manly go with the B side here. I I don't really see the point in playing DCE, Chez, Turbo, all of your big guns again. They showed last week what they're capable of doing. I would hand the keys to, you know, KO Weeks and Kula and these sort of guys, Ben Travojevic, etc., etc., all of the extra guys there. I just don't think this Manly side needs the reps of another game together. They know each other inside out. They showed that last weekend uh, when they showed up and played first grade quality pretty much straight away. So for Manly, I'm not expecting a full strength squad. I'm kind of hoping they don't. I just don't think it's worth them risking injuries because they don't need it. Their opposition, on the other hand, the Canberra Raiders, interesting one. I would like to think they'd probably play a fair whack of their guys. We're hearing that Elliot Whitehead could play 13. Personally, I wouldn't like to go into round one without at least having one game with him at 13. You've obviously got a new halves pairing as well. Jamal Fogarty is yet to partner Jack Whiten, so I think it'd be really good to see him play in this game as well alongside him. We're hearing that Charles Nickel Clockstad is out with COVID, so you would have to assume that Xavier Savage gets another gig at fullback there. I think it'd be a great opportunity for Savage to link up with the halves there. Uh, and also Tom Starling and Josh Hodgson. You've got a new halfback, essentially a new fullback as well. I think they need to play a couple of guys here along with their new lock forward in Elliot Whitehead if 
the rumours and the whispers that I'm hearing are true. So I'm expecting the Canberra Raiders. Uh, they might not go with their full forward pack, uh, but I would anticipate that you would probably see Jack White and you would probably see uh, the halfback, Jamal Fogarty. I think you'll see Tomoko. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Jack White again coming for another rep. Uh, Nick Kotrick, Jordan Rapana, et cetera, et cetera. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a few of these guys. Maybe not Rapana because he's going to be suspended for the first two games, so you might see who's going to play on the other wing. But I'm expecting a fair whack of guys to play for the Canberra Raiders. They might only play the first half, but I think combinations-wise, it would be good for them to get a number of guys out there. Now, that game is a doubleheader. The game after that is at 8 p.m. on Friday night. We've got the Sydney Roosters taking on the West Tigers. Not sure what the Roosters are going to do here. We're hearing that Luke Keery probably won't play. He's potentially going to miss round one as well. We're hearing Joey Manu will jump into the six. And look, I'm really not convinced we'll see all that many Roosters in this game. I don't think the Roosters take trial games overly seriously. I don't think they have a huge amount of combos they need to work on. Uh, the hookup, you know, if it's going to be Connor Watson round one, I think he will be okay without uh, a trial with Sam Walker, Luke Keery, these sort of guys. Uh, I just think that there was enough young guys that got a heap of experience last year that I think they'll run out with um, a pretty low side here. I'm not expecting the Roosters to put out too many big guns. If they do, I wouldn't anticipate them to play more than 25 minutes, yeah? Uh, they take on the West Tigers, who personally I think need to come out in this game with a full-strength side, especially off the back of last week. Uh, they did well to hang in in the first half, but it was still a little bit disjointed. I never really felt like they were going to get over the top of Manly. I thought Manly were the better team all along. I think they need to bring Jackson Hastings into this side. They need to decide who their hooker is. If it is Little, I think they need to give him another opportunity with Brooks and with Hastings. They also need didn't play Dane Laurie last week. So I think the Tigers, it would really be beneficial for them to take on the Roosters with a full-strength side and uh, see how they go. I just think you have to give Hastings and Luke Brooks at least one game together before we kick off season 2022. So I'm expecting the Tigers to come in with a little bit more of a full-strength side so they can work on their combinations. Saturday, we have three games. The first one kicks off at 2 p.m. Coming to you from Redcliffe. We've got the New Zealand Warriors taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Not sure if Sean Johnson will play in this one. I would like to see him play. Uh, it's a final opportunity for Chanel Harris-DeVito, Cody Nicarima, Ash Taylor to try and impress in the six jersey. I think Cody Nicarima has got to be the front runner right now. You would assume that Josh Curran is going to play 13 if Tohu Harris is out for the first few weeks. Uh, but hearing rumours that Tohu might return a little bit earlier than anticipated. If not, you've got to give Josh Curran a couple of opportunities there at 13. So I think that would be a good chance for him. Wade Egan also hasn't played a game. He hasn't played with Sean Johnson either. So a couple of combinations there that I think it would be worthwhile. I am assuming Reese Walsh won't play in this one. I think he's out for the first two weeks. We're hearing that Chanel Harris-Tavita will play fullback. So you would have to think that he will play fullback for them there. Uh, Rocco Berry and a couple of other guys. I think it's worth giving them a run here and maybe resting some of your big-time forwards, your experienced guys like Adam Fanil Blake, Matt Lodge. Um, I don't think they need the reps. I'd be giving guys like Aaron Penne, Bailey Sirinan, uh, these other guys a good little blowout against the Gold Coast Titans there. Uh, the Titans, once again, I would probably run close to 1-13 to 13 here. Maybe not for Fida and Tino, but I ideally I would play them for the first 25 minutes or so. I think this spine needs to be given as many opportunities as they possibly can to play together. If what we're hearing is true, that's uh, the hooker, he has been given the jersey to start the season. 
I think Aaron Clark has to play in this game to have some time with the other guys. I thought that Tanner Boyd looked really good the other day. I wouldn't be shocked if he grabs jersey 14 in this side. Um, I also honestly wouldn't be shocked if there's a late change and Tanner Boyd potentially starts round one. But we'll see how that plays out. If Aaron Clark is the guy, I think he has to play in this game with the rest of the Titans' spine uh, so they can work their stuff out a little bit. The game after that is at 5 p.m. coming to you from Penrith. We've got the Panthers versus the Parramatta Eels. I'm actually anticipating a pretty big crowd here. I think this will be really good. Penrith Panthers, Parramatta Eels, Western Suburbs rivals haven't played each other in Sydney for quite some time. So I think this will be a really good one. I might even make a journey for this one. Uh, Panthers, I'm not sure whether they'll play their full side. I very highly doubt they do. I don't think they'll play the halves. I can't see them playing the hooker or Isaiah Yo. They went deep into the finals last year, as deep as you can go, winning the premiership, obviously. So I probably think they'll run out with another sort of reserve grade sort of team. Uh, I would be expecting to see Isaac Tago, Taylor May, a very similar sort of side to what we saw last week, to be honest with you. I can't really see a world where too many of the Panthers uh, play in this one. You obviously had James Harris and a couple of other guys that played in the All-Stars game. Um, yeah, it's been a shortened preseason for them. I think they'll be okay come round, round one, the Penrith Panthers. Not many changes to their side. Parramatta Eels, once again, could go either way. Could see them put out... A few stars. They obviously didn't play last week. Gutho, Moses, and all them. I think Gutho sort of said that he would play in this one. So I wouldn't be surprised to see their full spine and probably best 13 run out in this game. I think Maddo is a chance to play 13 in round one. So I think it would be good to give him an opportunity. Played there a little bit on the weekend, but not with Moses, Dylan Brown, Gutho. He also got 10 in the bin in that game off the top of my head too. Uh, so Parramatta, I wouldn't be surprised if they do run out with their spine and the rest of the squad. But I think they'll probably only play... Uh, 25, 30 minutes realistically. I wouldn't be giving them a big hit out. Not many changes for Parramatta. Uh, they know their game plan and they have all played with each other on a number of occasions. The last game on Saturday night is the Charity Shield. We've got the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. This one is from Mudgee. I'm hoping South Sydney at least put Ilias out there. I think that he needs to have a couple of games. I would like to see Ilias... Uh, Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell play in this one. I think if it's the only game they get to play together, I think it's worthwhile doing, especially the combination with Latrell Mitchell and how they're going to utilize him. They're not going to see him till round three or four. So I think this would be a really good chance to uh, stretch his uh, legs out and get a little bit of match fitness under his belt. But I think Ilias is a must play here along with Damien Cook and Cody Walker. Interesting to see what they do with Campbell Graham and Paulo. Paulo didn't really impress me last week in his trial. I think that considering how his career has played out, he should have been the best guy on the field by a country mile. And for me, I'm not sure if he was in the top five based on his performance. So a bit of pressure on him. You would assume that Mansell will play in this game. If he's going to be on the right wing, you would assume that he will play this game to get some reps under his belt, along with Jai Arrow, Colum and Tungy, and all your front rowers as well. So a game that I wouldn't be surprised to see South Sydney play their full team for maybe 50, 60 minutes. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, I think they have to run with their best side this week. I think Sloan has to be at fullback. I think Amone has to be six. I think Ben Hunt has to play seven. McCulloch at nine. Uh, DeBellin or Jack Bird in the 13. However the hell they're going to work that. And then I think they need to run with a good forward pack with all their outside backs ready to go. Uh, a similar back line to what they probably did last week. I think it needs to be their round one side. And I think it's worth the Dragons having a hit out here considering how much young talent they have in this team. There is a risk for injury. There's no doubt about that. But I still think you need to get reps under the belt and get these guys gelling together. So Rabbitohs and Georgia Loyal Dragons, Charity Shield. They're very excited for that one from Mudgee. 
if you do live out that way, make sure you get out to this one uh, so the game keeps on going out there. So looking forward to the Charity Shield. Sunday, 5.45. Uh, we're coming to you from Ballarat. We've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the Newcastle Knights. Okay. For me, Melbourne, I would be sort of going with my round one and two side. I think Harry Grant, Brandon Smith, Cam Munster, they've played enough rugby league to know where they're at. Uh, I would be playing Jerome Hughes in this one, and I'd be testing out my combinations for round one and round two, which means I'd probably be playing Wishart or Nikarima. Uh, probably Wishart at nine, Nikarima in the seven. Uh, Cooper Johns will probably also feature in this game, and you need to work out who's going to play 13, whether it's a Tepai Maroa, a Josh King, whoever the hell it might be. Uh, I think it's a good opportunity to test out combinations for the first three rounds. The Melbourne Storm, they do like to start seasons well, as they always have. So I think they will put out their round one, two, and three side, which won't be their, their their top side, obviously. It'll be a couple of guys replacing them there. I think the Newcastle Knights, they put out a very similar side to what they did the other night against the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, I don't think they really have a choice. I said in my review the other day that I'm wondering if the Canterbury Bulldogs have lured Newcastle in a bit of a false, false sense of security. Coming up against this Melbourne Storm team, as much as they won't be full strength, uh, the defensive attitude will be completely different uh, to that of the Canterbury Bulldogs. So I think it'll be a really good test for Newcastle. And I think with Kurt Mann now playing 13 and controlling the centre third by the looks of it, and with Clune on the left and Jay Clifford on the right, I think it'll be a really good opportunity for them to test themselves out against a real footy side here. With all due respect to Canterbury, but their defensive structure was just in all sorts. I think they made it a little bit easier for Newcastle than what it should be. In saying that, I thought Newcastle's defence was really good. So another good opportunity to test themselves against a well-oiled machine in the Melbourne Storm. That's at 5.45 Sunday. Uh, That is the only game on Sunday, actually. Then we've got Monday night, 7pm. We've got the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. If I was the Sharkies, I would be going with my 7 and 6, which you would have to assume now would be Nico Hines and Matty Moylan. I would be running with Blake Braley and I would have Will Kennedy at fullback and I would pretty much play my full side. Wouldn't play them for the full 80 minutes. I'd play them for the first half or so, let them gel together. It is a new spine. I would give Cam McInnes, Dale Finuc, and all these guys an opportunity to roll the legs over. Uh, Their defense was pretty poor in their trial last week against the Penrith Panthers, coming up against a good side there. Uh, Canterbury, their attack looked like it was in absolute shambles. If I was Cronulla Sharks, I'd play my full team for 40 minutes, and my aim would be we're not going to concede any points, and I think that would be a really good challenge laid down for them uh, by Craig Fitzgibbon. I don't think he'll be overly concerned about their attack. That's going to take a bit of time, but he wants to see a better defensive attitude than what he saw last week. So Cronulla, I would expect a reasonably full-strength side uh, for the the first half or so and then bring on reserves that played the Penrith Panthers last week. For the Canterbury Bulldogs, I think they need to probably have a go with their full side. Josh Adokar said that he would definitely be playing in this one. So you would have to assume that Brett Naden and Matt Burton will play in this game as well. And personally, I think they need to. I think there was a lot of issues we saw for Canterbury the other night that need to be resolved. And I think they need as many games together as they possibly can. They also need to really work on their edge defense. Naden will come in for Alamotti, so that will probably solve one issue that was just an experience. But if they're going to run with Ockenbaugh out on the right wing, they need to sort him out. Because if a Nico Hines or one of these guys gets an opportunity to take him on, especially with a Josh Adokar down that wing, uh, they're going to be made to pay there. So a couple of things to Canterbury to tinker with. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Reality is, though, this is what trials are all about. There's no doubt that Trent Barrett and Phil Good would have taken notes on all the stuff I've said and even deeper, more stuff that I wouldn't have seen, too. So I'd be playing a full side for Canterbury and Cronulla, at least for the first half, uh, to get a good run there. That, of course, is at Pointsbet Stadium, which is uh, now known, at, well, which is formerly Shark Park down there in Cronulla. So maybe a game I'll try and sneak out to there as well. But they are your trials for week three, the coming weekend. Teams have not been named yet. They will start to trickle out over the next few days and we'll do a deeper dive into all of those. But the Seagulls and the Canberra Raiders from the Central Coast, 6pm Friday. Double header after that. 8pm, the Roosters take on the West Tigers up there at Gosford. 2pm uh, Saturday, the Warriors take on the Titans from Redcliffe. 5pm Saturday, the Panthers take on the Eels out there at Bluebet Stadium at Penrith. 7pm Saturday night, the Charity Shield, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus St. George Illawash Dragons coming, you fr- coming to you from Glen Willow Stadium in Mudgee. Sunday, just the one game at 5.45. The Melbourne Storm taking on the Newcastle Knights from Ballarat. And then we wrap up Monday night, as we just mentioned, 7 p.m. The Sharkies taking on the Dogs of War. The Canterbury Bulldogs are coming to you from Points Bet Stadium over there at Cronulla. Sorry, guys, just going to add on as well. The uh, the sheet that I was looking at of all the trials didn't include the Brisbane Broncos and the North Queensland Cowboys. So they will be playing on Saturday night at 8 p.m. in Mackay. When I look at this Broncos side, uh, it looks more than likely that Billy Walters has locked up that number six jersey, which I think is fair enough. I think he should be there. Uh, I think they will run with pretty much a full-strength side here outside of Adam Reynolds. Reportedly, he will not play in this one. They'll wait till round one, which is a bit disappointing. I would have liked to have seen Walters get a game next to Adam Reynolds, but it is what it is. So you would have to assume Albert Kelly will probably start in the seven jersey unless they hand the keys to Billy Walters, but I would assume he plays 5-8 realistically. Uh, I think they'll run with pretty much a top side. I wouldn't be surprised to see Payne Haas get some minutes under his belt as well. We haven't seen him yet. I think that Selwyn Cobbo, there's a good chance he will play at fullback. David Mead played there last week with Tessie New out. Uh, so that will lock Jordan Piera into the round one side for me. Uh, forward pack, I think they'll go pretty much as expected. Hopefully, Jordan Rickey's back to play on the right edge. If not, TC Rabati and Piacora will still be fighting out for that spot. I don't think there's a clear guy there just yet. Um, I would assume that Herbie Farmworth will come back into this side, but with Selwyn moving, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Jordan Piera on the right wing outside of Tony Staggs, Branko Lee at left center with Farmworth on the left wing, or they could go Farmworth at left center with Corey Oates on the wing. So have got a few options there to keep an eye on. Interesting to watch the nine roll, whether Corey Pake starts or comes off the bench. I think he's been really impressive. If I had to put money on saying for round one, I would say that Turpin starts at nine and Pakes will be the 14. Gamble also in the running for the 14 jersey. I wouldn't be surprised if for this trial, they give Gamble one more shot at maybe playing in the 13 jersey. I wouldn't be surprised if they give Pakes an opportunity to start in the nine to show what he can do as well. So a couple of opportunities for the Broncos guys. Last chances for guys to grab jerseys. But for me, I think it's all sort of uh, made up its own mind at the moment. But we'll see how it goes there. For the North Queensland Cowboys, they played a rookie side last week. I just 
And that shocked me. I can't believe they haven't given their halves more time to play together. So I would safely assume that the Cowboys are going to run out with a full-strength side this week. That will include Tal Malolo. That will include Drinkwater, Chad Townsend, or Dearden, whichever way they go. Hearing that they could go Townsend and Dearden, which would be a bit of a worry for me. Hammer, I think he has to go at fullback. Reese Robson, I think they need to play their entire spine along with Ruben Cotter, Jason Tamalolo, Mitch Dunn, the two young edge back rowers. For me, I think the Cowboys side that they put out this week will be the Cowboys side for round one. Pending performances and who impresses, etc. But I think that Todd Payton, if he didn't play them in the first week, I think he's probably decided on what his lineup will look like. So I'm not anticipating too many changes. I think this Cowboys side that they put out for the trial will probably be the round one side. So interesting to see what they do with the halves between Did and Chad and Drinkwater. Uh, I think Drinkwater has to be partnered with Chad Townsend personally for the money they paid for him, etc., and the experience he brings. So interesting to see how it plays out. Even more interesting to probably see who gets the 13 jersey between Taumalolo, Mitch Dunn, and Ruben Cotter. Going to be a really interesting one to watch here. Not sure why this was left off the sheet uh, that I was looking at, but this one will be on Saturday night. It will be the late game on Saturday night. The North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Just a reminder before I let you go, today we dropped our review of the Newcastle Knights and Canterbury Bulldogs game from last night. We also broke down all of our reviews from the trials on the weekend with Denon from Bloke in a Bar. So I broke it down to the Friday night, the Saturday night, and the Sunday afternoon games. So if you want to have a listen to the Roosters taking on the Canberra Raiders or the Seagulls taking on the Tigers, that one is in the Friday podcast we dropped this morning. The Saturday podcast was the Melbourne Storm, the Warriors, the Cowboys, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Brisbane Broncos, and the Gold Coast Titans. And then the Sunday one was the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Penrith Panthers and then the Eels and the Dragons going head-to-head. So if you would like to listen to any of those review podcasts from the trials that have just come this weekend, they've all dropped today in that order according to the days that they were played. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.